For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. New this morning, we have a level one risk for severe storms on Saturday in our southeastern counties. But I'll show you why we'll be concerned about winds across the whole viewing area. Plus, breaking news out of Kentucky, where two Army helicopters crashed overnight. We're tracking breaking developments as first responders look for survivors. And students, staff, and visitors at Lee County High School, where you're looking live right now, will face some new security measures as they return to class this morning. It is 6 o'clock on your Thursday morning. A lot to tell you about, including some new information from the National Weather Service. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, that just released within the last hour. And as we look forward towards the weekend, it's a big music festival weekend. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center with a look at how that will affect us. Yeah, tens of thousands of people descending on Dix Park uh, over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And it's Saturday is the day that we're going to see a cold front coming through. And we have the potential for some severe storms in our eastern counties, not necessarily for the trial but we still have the chance for winds to be gusting 35 to 45 miles per hour and with a festival with stages and tents and that sort of thing it could be an issue but a better chance for severe storms for Cumberland County, Sampson County and Wayne County that's where we'd have a better shot at seeing some damaging winds definitely some hail potential there as well here's our Dreamville forecast for Saturday it, the gates open at noon and we'll likely see the showers and thunderstorms moving through up until around four or five o'clock and then things should taper off and get a bit quieter it's going to be warm but again, we're going to see those winds gusting up to 35, 45 miles per hour. We're going to walk through the day with future casts coming up in just a little bit. This morning, everything's nice and quiet. Our skies are clear, but it's chilly, 43 degrees. Our winds are light, but we've had a northerly wind, and that's helped to keep our temperatures cool the last several days. 32 in Roxborough, so some patchy frost up near the Virginia line. 38 in, Rox in Goldsboro and 39 in Clinton, so in my book, it's coat weather. In some places, temperatures are 5 to 10 degrees cooler than they were this time yesterday. But our temperatures will climb this afternoon into the upper 60s with plenty of sunshine. Tomorrow we continue our warm up and we're going to take a look at the forecast for the Durham Bulls home opener tomorrow. Coming up, Brian. It is just about 6.02 right now. No crashes showing up right now anywhere in the triangle, but I am watching some delays related to some overnight construction in Garner. They're on 40 eastbound right around the Business 70 interchange. We are measuring a backup of about two minutes as you head away from Jones Sausage Road through Business 70. Once you get to the Clayton Bypass, you're in fine shape and it looks like this is gradually improving and with overnight construction we should see this start to clear up pretty quickly again around the rest of the triangle nice and quiet right now not seeing any delays showing up on major routes through durham this morning all students staff and visitors at two lee county schools will need to pass through metal detectors this is in response to several threats made to those schools wrl's naya harden is at lee county high school where students will return to class this morning and naya i know you can see those metal detectors from where you're standing yeah, that's right. And we have already seen some folks going inside. Um, it looks like staff maybe take a look. You can see in the distance there here at Lee County High School, uh, a green button there. That's where those uh, metal detectors are. We also see tables 
that are laid out. This is we know that uh, a tweet came from the high school saying that metal detectors will be used for the rest of the week. This is going to be here at the entrance where screenings are going to take place today and tomorrow, not just for Lee County High School, but also Southern Lee High School. They warned that bags and backpacks could be searched as well. Lee County High School was closed on Wednesday after a threat was made against the school. Southern Lee High School also received a bomb threat yesterday that was found to be not credible. The recommendation to close was from the sheriff's office. Schools in nearby counties, they have installed weapons detection systems. And Wake County school leaders, they say that that's not off the table and have been discussing it. As of now, we know here in Lee County, these two schools will have these searches done today and tomorrow. Naya Harden, WRL News in Lee County. We're tracking breaking news out of Kentucky where two Army Blackhawk helicopters crashed overnight. In the last hour, officials at Fort Campbell in Kentucky confirmed several casualties but didn't get any more specific. They say the choppers crashed into a field and wooded area right around 10 last night while on a routine training mission. The Army has not shared how many crew members were on board the helicopters or whether there are any survivors. We'll keep you updated as new information comes in. People in Nashville, Tennessee are coming together to support each other after the deadly school shooting there on Monday. The city held a vigil last night in memory of the three adults and three children who died in that shooting. First Lady Jill Biden was there to pay her respects. Singer Cheryl Crow, who lives in Nashville, performed during the vigil. The people who attended that vigil say more needs to be done to put an end to mass shootings. I think banning um, assault rifles and not having um, such easy access to guns would make the difference. More training and assurance needs to be in place for teachers to feel comfortable and safe and to be able to ensure their students that they'll be comfortable and safe in, in any scenario that might come up. Nashville's mayor called for the community to embrace the families of those who died. He also praised the police officers who stopped the shooter from taking more lives. Police are looking for a man wanted in connection with the shooting of a 14-year-old boy in Durham last week. This is the man they're looking for. The shooting happened on East Main Street last Thursday. The teenager was rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. We've now learned his condition has stabilized. This was one of two shootings that day that involved teenagers. Prayers are coming in from around the world for Pope Francis. He's expected to spend the next several days in the hospital with a respiratory infection. The Pope was hospitalized yesterday after experiencing difficulty breathing in recent days. A spokesperson says the 86-year-old Pope does not have COVID-19. This is happening just days before a busy Holy Week of activities at the Vatican. The Pope is scheduled to preside over a Palm Sunday Mass to get the week's activities started. And this morning on Today, NBC News' Keir Simmons will report live from Rome with the latest on the Pope's condition. Today airs right after this newscast at 7 o'clock on WRL. There's a new push to lower the blood alcohol content to drive legally in North Carolina. State lawmakers will discuss today a new bill to lower the legal limit to 0.05. Right now, that limit is at 0.08. The goal of the bill is to prevent drunk driving by making the threshold for impairment lower. Today's briefing is at 10 a.m. 
More nurses could soon be eligible to work in public schools. North Carolina House set to vote today on a bill to end a series of strict requirements like needing national certification. If the bill passes, nurses would still need to work in a hospital for two years in that hospital or clinic before they could be hired at a school. They would also earn slightly less. The state is trying to nearly double the amount of nurses in schools and supporters of this bill think it'll help reach that goal. Happening right now in the WREL Live Center, we are tracking developments out of Russia. We've learned this morning a Wall Street Journal journalist, Evan Gershkovich, has been detained on suspicion of espionage in the interest of the American government. This is his picture here. Uh, Russia's Federal Security Service said he was detained, quote, while trying to obtain secret information. Uh, this reporter covers Russia, Ukraine, and the former Soviet Union. Again, we are learning he has been detained in Russia. As the U.S. is facing its first ever potential financial default, talks to address the nation's debt ceiling remain at a standstill. Now a Senate Democrat is calling for action. Joe Manchin of West Virginia is calling on the Biden administration to have talks with what he is saying are fiscally minded Republicans and Democrats to negotiate common sense reforms. He made a statement in an op-ed published last night by the Wall Street Journal. It comes as President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy remain at odds over the issue as the deadline inches closer. New developments in several of the criminal investigations into former President Donald Trump. Court documents show Trump's lawyers just appealed a judge's ruling, which would force his former top aides to testify before a grand jury. Those aides include Mark Meadows, Trump's former chief of staff, and a former congressman from North Carolina. The grand jury is set to hear from those aides in two different investigations. One is focused on Trump's involvement in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. The other on his handling of classified documents at his Florida state. Well, it's a big day for baseball fans. All 30 Major League Baseball teams will be in action today. It's opening day, and that means 15 big league games to watch. The Houston Astros are looking to defend their World Series championship from last year. Here in the Triangle, the Durham Bulls season will get started tomorrow night. Opening night at the DBAP, they'll host the Norfolk Tides. Before they get the season started, there's big news for minor league players because last night, Major League Baseball Players Association and MLB reached a five-year labor contract deal for minor leaguers, and that means a significant raise for minor league players. Pay will at least double at every level. As for the Bulls, in less than 10 minutes, we'll have more on what you can expect when you visit the DBAP this year. 609 still ahead. Shark sightings off the North Carolina coast. What experts are revealing about the six great whites spotted swimming near our shores? And it's a big weekend around our area. The Dreamville Festival over the weekend. Saturday will have rain and thunderstorms, and it is a weather alert day. We have a level one risk for severe storms for part of the viewing area. I'll show you what to expect where you are coming up. At 612, the biggest thing you need to know about today is it's a chilly start out there. Temperatures are in the upper 30s in a few places. We take a live look at downtown Apex. Our skies are clear. It's going to be a real pretty sunrise. It's 37 right now in Lewisburg, 38 in Tarboro and in Irwin, 41 in Goldsboro, 44 in Rocky Mount and Wilson. A little bit of patchy frost is possible up near the Virginia line. I think everybody else is going to be pretty safe today. But you may see kids at the bus stop in their coats this morning. I was very happy in my coat. Our temperatures at lunchtime will be around 60 and they can shed the coats this afternoon. Temperatures 
temperatures will be in the upper 60s with lots of sunshine. Tomorrow, our wind becomes southerly. It's going to warm our temperatures into the 70s. And then we're tracking a system that's going to bring us some rain overnight Friday night and into Saturday with a chance of some thunderstorms. We'll go over the timeline. Coming up, Brian. 613 right now, Elizabeth, as we take a look at weather and traffic every 10 minutes. Still watching these delays in Garner on 40 eastbound. These are related to overnight construction, and it looks like maybe it's getting a little worse now with a five-minute backup overall from 440 down toward the 42 interchange. Typically with these overnight construction situations, they clear up around 6 o'clock, but it looks like this is sticking around here into the 6 o'clock hour. We're working to learn some more about that. Also starting to see a little bit of a delay on the westbound side of I-40, the usual backups around the Clayton Bypass, adding up to about a one-minute slowdown, Jeff. Thanks, Brian. There will be yet another new team of prosecutors handling the case over the deadly shooting on the movie set of Rust. The district attorney who recently took on the case against actor Alec Baldwin and the movie's armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, is recusing herself. She's appointing a team of special prosecutors instead. This comes two weeks after the last special prosecutor stepped down following pressure from Baldwin's lawyers. Baldwin and the armorer have pleaded not guilty to manslaughter charges. Prosecutors say the two are responsible for the gun that went off on set, killing cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Teachers could get a double-digit pay raise in the new state budget. House Speaker Tim Moore shared the GOP's proposal, which includes a 10% raise for teachers and a 7.5% raise for state employees. Just last month, Governor Cooper submitted his budget proposal, which included an 18% raise for teachers and an 8% raise for state workers over the next two years. As of February, there were 5,000 unfilled teacher positions across our state. On top of that, some government agencies have reported as many as one in every four or five jobs vacant. That's why state workers would get a minimum of a 7.5% raise over the next two years. We're waiting to hear if the GOP Senate will propose pay raises for teachers and state workers as well. The future of legalized sports betting in North Carolina now goes to the state Senate. A second day of lengthy debate on the House floor yesterday produced the same outcome. Representatives passed a bill to allow betting on professional and collegiate sports from cell phones and other electronic devices. The Senate passed a similar bill in 2021. If this bill becomes law, you could begin betting on sports on your phone in January. Birth control pills would soon be available over the counter. The FDA has set a hearing in May to discuss the O-pill. It already has FDA approval, but is only available with a prescription. If approved, O-pill would be the first birth control pill available over the counter in the U.S. It comes as a federal judge in Texas is set to rule on whether to block the sale of one of two pills used in medication abortions. Another round of satellites is headed into orbit this morning. Three, two, one, zero, liftoff. That is the moment the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket took off from Cape Canaveral yesterday afternoon, carrying 56 Starlink satellites that will help provide Internet to communities around the world. The satellites will take several weeks before they are up and running. Our friends at O-Search saw six great white sharks off the coast of North Carolina this week. All six were tagged and tracked, totaling more than 3,500 pounds. Breton weighs nearly 1,500 pounds by himself. He's hanging pretty close to Martha, who's much smaller, at just 188 pounds. The sharks pinged from down near Anzo Bay to just north of Avon. That is so cool. 
Opening night for the Durham Bulls is tomorrow, and you will see a lot of changes at the DBAT this season. WRL's Pat Welter has a preview of the renovations happening for this year and beyond. As you can see, the DBAP is still under some construction right now. This behind me is a 4,000 square foot indoor batting tunnel, all part of changes MLB is requiring teams complete by 2025. This is probably definitely the, the area we're most proud of um, for our guys to experience. The Bulls have already renovated their locker room, which is now 6,000 square feet and features plenty of details honoring the organization's past. So we, we're honoring our retired numbers here um, with Wooly Bulls number. And if you're really feeling nostalgic, come down the history hallway, complete with tributes to Bulls legends and the city of Durham. I'll have more on the changes you can expect to see here at DBAP coming up tonight at 5. Pat Welter, WRL Sports. Can't wait for the season opener, and the weather looks like it will cooperate with that. What we are watching is Saturday's weather, which is now a weather alert day, Elizabeth. We have a brand new this morning, a level one risk in some of our southeastern counties. It's going to include Cumberland County, Sampson County, and Wayne County. That's where we'd have the best chance of winds gusting at or above 60 miles per hour with the potential to do some damage. Now, we could see winds up to 35, 45 miles per hour around the Triangle area. And that could be a big issue for the Dreamville Festival. We're going to talk more about that coming up and walk through the timeline hour by hour. Heading out the door this morning, it's nice and quiet. Here's a live look at Goldsboro. Our skies are clear. Apex, Chapel Hill uh, and Fayetteville, where our newsroom is all nice and quiet. Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. We have high pressure in control of our weather right now that's keeping things dry. It'll keep us dry for most of the day tomorrow. Now, tomorrow night, we're going to see the front approaching us. This is a system that came on shore yesterday in California, dumping feet of snow again in the Sierra. That is going to produce some severe weather as it moves east. It's a level one risk for today across parts of Oklahoma, uh, Nebraska, and or Kansas, and then back down here into Texas. And then heading eastward tomorrow, that's when it gets a lot more serious. We move it ahead and take a look at what happens here along the Mississippi Valley. Two different areas where we have a level four risk for severe storms. That means we could have some deadly tornadoes potentially here. The orange area is a level three risk, but all of that is west of North Carolina. But then on Saturday, as the front moves eastward, again, we're going to add in some of our counties. So it's Cumberland County, Sampson County, and Wayne County, where we have the potential for some damaging winds and possibly some hail. Let's walk through the timeline starting at 5 o'clock on Friday. We do have the Bulls home opener on Friday. Uh, they throw out the first pitch at 635. It's likely to be dry at that point. Um, we take a look at what happens by 9 o'clock. There's the potential for just a little bit of patchy rain. So toward the end of the game, we may get a quick uh, light shower that comes through, but the front will still be well to our west and that front begins to push eastward during Saturday morning. At 5 a.m., we're dry, but by the time we get to 10 a.m., we're starting to see some of that rain pushing in. We're going to see scattered thunderstorms from lunchtime up until maybe around 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You can see at that point it starts to fizzle out and then move out. High pressure builds in for Saturday night and Sunday, and that's going to keep things dry for us, but it will make it a little bit cooler on Sunday. Let's talk about how much rain we could see out of this. It's likely to be uh, potentially up to uh, a quarter of an inch, uh, maybe a third of an inch right around the Triangle area. And that's going to be significant for folks heading to Dreamville. Several things. The wind, yes, and then the rain also. In 2019, it was a muddy mess there with a little under an inch of rain ahead of the festival. This year, it's going to be about an inch of rain ahead of and during the festival. It is going to be a warm day, but it's going to be muddy. It's going to be windy. And, of course, we'll have the rain and the thunderstorms as well. Sunday looks nice. We'll see some sunshine and 68 degrees. After that, temperatures bounce back up into the 80s on Tuesday.
and Wednesday. Brian? Breaking news here at 621. We're going to head up to I-95 north of Roanoke Rapids where all lanes are blocked right now. They have a crash and the DOT says that may not open until much later this morning. So they're advising a detour using Highway 301 and then Highway 48. And then from there you can pick up 95 northbound closer to Emporia. We're working to learn some more about exactly what's going on out there, but you can certainly see those backups on 95 northbound leaving Roanoke Rapids heading up toward the Virginia line. Here in the Triangle, we are tracking delays in both directions of I-40 this morning. We have the usual delays there on the westbound side around the Clayton Bypass and then some overnight uh, construction-related delays on 40 eastbound. Here's a look at what it all is adding up to for your commute on the eastbound side, leaving 440, heading toward 42, a six-minute delay and a similar six-minute backup right there around the Clayton Bypass. Brian, thanks. This weekend's Dreamville Music Festival will have more than just great artists. There will also be new beer to try as well. How you can get your hands on this limited edition drink made just for the event. And here's a look at your winning lottery numbers on your screen right now. This What's Trending report sponsored by Rug & Home. Actor Keanu Reeves rarely talks about his personal life, but in a rare turn, he is opening up and getting attention online. And Brian Schrader is here now with what's trending in that, Brian. We love it when these celebrities open up, yeah, right? And in exactly. a recent interview, Keanu shared his last moment of bliss. He says it with, was with his longtime partner, Alexandra Grant. Two have been together for years, but they haven't shared much about their relationship beyond some occasional hand-holding in public. Nah. Well, Keanu is immensely private. You know, he's 58 years old, and I swear he does not age. He looks great. Yeah, yeah. he does. And this is, this is good news, and he's sharing just a little bit, right? It's, it's interesting. I like to hear about it a little 25 bit. years ago, I had a crush on Keanu Reeves. I, I, I think he still looks great. <laughs> but it was not meant eye. to be. He That's has great. Alexandra. I have Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out. It all worked out for everyone. Uh, also trending this morning, the trailer for Wes Anderson's newest movie is out. You're not here. We're not there. The car exploded. Come get the girls. I have to stay here with Woodrow. I'm not the chauffeur. I'm the grandfather. Where are you? Asteroid City. Yes, Asteroid City takes place in the 50s in the American Southwest. Has some big names in it, too, like Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, and Scarlett Johansson. We can add Edward Norton in there on this movie. And uh, there's aliens and Tom Hanks. I'm in. You know? <laughs> and I love this. Seems like an original idea. This isn't a sequel or, you know, number six in a franchise. This is a new thing. And if it's a hit, we'll see a sequel. <laughs> 1950s setting yeah. in the Southwest retro. somewhere. I don't know. Count me in. Tom Hanks, I'm in. Brian, thank you. As Raleigh gears up for this weekend's Dreamville Music Festival, R&D Brewing is making a special beer to mark the occasion. The brewery announced the creation of Dreamsicle Ale. A launch party for the limited edition beer is planned today at the Seven Saturdays Tap Room on Capitol Boulevard. It will only be available at the Dreamville Festival, Saturday and Sunday. And we are watching that forecast for Saturday closely. New this morning, we have a severe level risk, one risk in our eastern counties. We're still worried about rain and windy conditions in the Triangle area for the festival. I'll show you what we're expecting coming up. And some Lee County students are returning back to the classrooms today after threats were made. Coming up, we're going to tell you 
how they're upping security today. And two Army helicopters crash overnight. We're tracking breaking developments as we get our first live look at the scene right here. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling. And that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or on YouTube. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.